Hey everyone, welcome to the Field and Garden Podcast. I'm Jessie from the Gardener's Workshop. Today I'm sharing a clubhouse chat where Lisa talks about her new cedar raised beds and how she learned to make them from Joe Lample, host of Growing a Greener World on PBS and the Joe Gardner Show podcast. Lisa shares the story of how she came to know Joe and introduces the exciting news of their new partnership for his new online course coming in 2023. As always, we had some great listener questions too, so I hope you enjoy. Welcome everybody. It's one o'clock, so we'll kick off the Flower Farmer Show. And um, my na- if you're new here, my name is Lisa Mason Ziegler, and I'm with the Gardener's Workshop. I'm a flower farmer, and we do a whole lot of other stuff as well. And I am joined here with one of our team members, Jesse Graven. And um, Jesse is not only a flower farmer, which is how she and I met through actually she took our courses, um, but she has joined our team and um, glad to have her here. She is the facilitator to help you get your questions answered. And um, today I'm talking about something a little bit different. I'm um, just sharing with y'all about a relationship I have um, with Joe Lample, and he is Joe Gardner, or AKA Grow in a Greener World, um, which is a PBS garden show. And if you saw the two reels I've posted the last couple of days, um, those beds that I built in my backyard are actually knockoffs of Joe's beds. We actually call them Joe's beds. If you've ever watched his TV show, you'll see that he has an entire garden full. I think he has 16 of those beds. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about that and how he has influenced me and um, what I really wanted to share. And I want to introduce Joe to so many of you all if you haven't already connected um, with the many, many resources that he has. And I'm just going to kind of tell you how I happened upon him. So, so Joe, as I mentioned earlier, um, his trade name, I guess you would say, is Joe Gardner. He, there's a really cute story about that that he shared um, on a podcast that I heard him on. He was a guest for someone else. And he, th- he said that people think that's his real name. His real name is Joe Lample. Joe is the host of like a 13 or 14 year running gardening show on PBS. Here it broadcasts on Saturday afternoons. And for many, many years, when I would come home from the farmer's market on Saturday mornings, I would, you know, collapse. And that's what I would sit on the couch and watch. So that's kind of what started me to know him. I mean, it's a true gardener show. And while his show, I mean, he's kind of a vegetable guy, right? But I will tell you that there was so much information about general gardening and very easy to apply to farming. It just really enticed me. I mean, I was kind of hook, line and sinker. You know, I would always watch it whenever I could. Well, then Back when I launched, or actually when Cool Flowers was published in 2014, my publisher had invited me to attend the Garden Writers Association yearly convention. Since I had a new book out, you know, he wanted me to be out there. Well, so I found myself on a tour bus, because that's part of the conference, right? You go on tours. 
that I sat right behind Joe. Well, I was too mortified to even introduce myself and say, hey, you know, I watch your show. It's so awesome. You know, I was this speechless fan person sitting behind him on the bus. Um, and it was just, that was pretty exciting for me. Well, imagine my surprise to fast forward to 2021 and I get an email in my inbox from his Amy, which is his marketing gal, inviting me to be a guest on Joe's podcast about my book, Vegetables Love Flowers. Y'all, I thought I was going to croak. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I was thrilled and terrified all at the same time. And so, you know, they kind of told me what they were going to talk about and I had to prepare some material for it. And then the day of the recording came and I was so nervous, y'all. I mean, I was just so afraid he was going to ask me something that I wasn't going to know the answer to. I totally relate to people that have fear of speaking in public now. I mean, I have no fear, but I guess because I was such a fangirl of his that I was just so very, very afraid. Anyway, so I want to say that Joe being such a pro just immediately put me at ease. Um, and we just dove into this amazing chat about why growing flowers is such a key piece of every garden. Most importantly, a vegetable garden, right? Which was, you know, his whole reason for us being together. And and how simple it was, you know, to onboard a cutting garden and how it could be such a benefit. And I don't know, have y'all listened to that podcast? And I'm just going to tell you, here's what even floored me even more when I had contact with them just a couple of weeks ago, because guess what? My podcast, now keep in mind, he has had 7 million downloads of his podcast. I mean, he's big, he's big, well-known guy, right? He's had 7 million downloads, y'all guess who's the guest is of his number one most downloaded podcast mine can you believe it i mean we were all fanning ourselves when we got this news from them i mean we were just so totally overwhelmed anyway it's called the joe gardner show is the name of his podcast and it's podcast number 231 if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend you go over there and keep me at number one, y'all. Download it and take a listen. And, you know, what became really apparent to me, um, even like the, the, the little while that we chatted before we did the recording, the discussion we had following the recording, and I knew this from being a, a follower of his for all these years, Joe and I are on the same page as far as the practices. Um, we're both we're both into science. We're both into beneficial insects. We're both organic. But he just happens to have vegetables in his front seat, and I have flowers in my front seat. And you know, I I do want to share that I am partnering with Joe. This course um, that I am going to be helping him promote, I will be an affiliate. It's not available yet. Um, does not even come out until like winter of 2023 or like not winter, like February, I think February or March or maybe spring. I wanted people to be aware of him so that you can 
come to know him like I have because friends, he has tons of resources. I mean, not only is his weekly show, which you can watch all the episodes um, on, on his website, you can watch the episodes, you can listen to his podcast. He has lots of great resources and he has some amazing guests on there. Lots of beneficial insect guests. I mean, things that overlap for those of us that are flower farming. So I just wanted you all to come to know him. Now, this link that Jesse put up here will take you to the information page about this awesome course um, that is going to be coming out in 2023. And that link is associated with me so that you know that. Um, and then if you were to go on and purchase that course, um, once it's available, I would benefit from that. But friends, and you know, I've never done anything really like this before, but I feel like Joe has such great information. First off, so many of us as flower farmers are really also growing vegetables for ourselves. That is a huge benefit. But many of the guests for his show and his podcast, I feel like will also benefit us. And I'm really excited. If you go to that, when you go to that link, it really tells you about the course a little bit. Um, and I think it's going to be, be a big benefit to beginner and seasoned vegetable growers, not growers, gardeners, right? I mean, this isn't intended for farmers, but as I'm sharing that all these years of partaking in his shows and his resources have really been beneficial to me. And so there's plenty of time for you to get to know Joe, watch his show, listen to his podcast to see if, you know, He's for you because the course doesn't even come out till then. And you can actually sign up on this link to get on his wait list, which means they'll send, they'll ding you when the course does come out, or maybe if he sends out some great resources. So I know I can't wait. And I just really wanted to share that. But now I want to talk about the bed. We'll hear more after we take a quick break. Here at the Gardener's Workshop, the Field and Garden Podcast is just one of the ways we are telling the stories of gardeners and farmers, sharing the ways that they grow flowers and businesses. We also have the Field and Garden blog, our video resource guide, plus our YouTube channel and our online garden shop that includes the same tools, seeds, and supplies you hear mentioned on this podcast. Other resources include our online schools and on-demand courses covering flower farming, gardening, and more, all available at thegardenersworkshop.com. Stay in the loop of all the happenings here at TGW by requesting our free weekly eFarm News. It is the front page to the happenings here at TGW. Sign up below or over at thegardenersworkshop.com. Um, so those two reels that I have posted over the last couple of days are a result of me watching Joe and being envious, as he calls it, his TV set garden. That's the garden in his backyard of his home in Georgia. And I, as I mentioned, I think he has like 16 of those beds. They might not be quite as long as mine, but we, meaning me and Steve, have envied those beds for a lot of reasons. You know, we're preparing our home 
for old age. Um, you know, and I don't think I've ever really said this publicly before, but Steve, my husband, Steve is facing mobility issues. Um, and we are just preparing the way to make life as rich and as good as it can be with whatever he faces. And part of that was, you know, I married Stevie y'all, or I met him and was enticed and drawn to him because he was a big gardener. Well, he can't really go into my gardens the way that they're set up now. Um, and so we always said we needed to have some permanent beds that Stevie will be able to have access to so he can like take over the vegetable garden again. And our, we always wanted to do something um, in a permanent way. And so those two beds that are 16 feet long and 48 inches wide um, that are strategically placed in front of that beautiful little building in my back garden called the Inn. Um, and it's a cutting garden this year and next spring as I'm working on a project. But I will be the ceremonial baton for those beds will be turned over to Steve um, for fall next year. And we have set them up so that the pathways are flat, they're accessible um, for his challenged walking, and we are just super excited. So the beds are 48 by 16, I told you. They are 18 inches tall. They're made out of six by six cedar material, no salt treated, of course, for or you know any kind of pre preventative for rotting just because we're going to grow vegetables in them ultimately. And then I filled it with organic potting mix. And I laid wire, hard wire in the bottom of those beds to keep voles from coming up. And then I put cardboard down just to kill any vegetation that was left underneath there and filled them up. And um, the second reel was Suzanne and I planting it in a cutting garden, um, which I'm sure you'll get to see some images of that. And um, so raised gardening is such a great way to go, which you will learn a ton about. And I'll tell you, Joe has over on his website all the how-tos to build the beds. So you can learn a lot about it over there. And so that's just kind of what is happening for us. And we are just trying to be forward thinking to be able to have our gardening and farming go as long as possible, um, even with challenges that we face. So Jesse, I don't know if you have anybody that has comments or questions and we'll pretty much take questions just about anything, but I would particularly love to hear questions from anybody about the raised beds or Joe or anything like that. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah, you know, I was going to let everyone know um, that we did actually re-release that podcast, um, excerpts from it anyway, um, that you, we got permission from Joe Gardner to offer it on your podcast. Um, and so um, that one was uh, released in April of this year, and I believe it's podcast number 123 in case anyone wants to check it out. There's also in the show notes for that podcast links back to the original one on Joe Gardner's page and um, some other resources as well. Um, I was also going to say that I did get a message earlier that was uh, someone who had just taken Ellen Frost's new on-demand course and said she'd had a great day after watching it. So um, she wanted to put in a little cheer for that. Thank you, Jesse. You know, that's so funny that Ellen 
called Preparing to Sell to Florist. It's an on-demand course. Um, it's 50 bucks. It's the best $50 you will ever spend if you are thinking of selling to florist or if you are selling to florist. But anyway, Ellen messaged me this morning and said, oh my gosh, look at this sweet message that I got. And somebody had said that, you know, they watched the course. It gave them the confidence. They went to three florists, sold a couple hundred dollars to the one of them. And she was just over the moon thrilled. And, you know, there's so little... I won't say little, there's not a whole lot of great information out there for flower farmers on pest controls and beneficial insect type stuff. I mean, I guess that's why I was so drawn to Joe. And there's other people out there that are not flower farmers, but what they're doing for their particular type of farm can really overlap with us because sometimes it's just knowing that little one little missing piece of something that really, really makes the difference. So I would just encourage folks to think outside of the box. You know, I came across Joe because I was pooped after farmer's markets. Um, and I just happened to catch him on TV on PBS one Saturday. And then it kind of became my thing to do because I always took away something that seemed to be useful. And again, I grew, I grow vegetables for our family. So I could always really have some benefit. Anything else, Jesse? Well, I did have someone that asked if you knew, um, they are someone who has taken uh, other courses of Joe Lample's before, and they were wondering if you knew, you know, if there was going to be any overlap between the courses. And I, I, I was thinking it's probably too early to really know the details on that. Aren't they even still filming some of this course? I believe they are. And I think the link, if you go to it, will really um, kind of give you an overview if I'm remembering right. Um, but I do think this course is different than his, or at least the format of it is different than previous ones. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, if I was you, I would just get on the wait list so you get any information as it comes out. That's the good thing about anybody's wait list. That just means you aren't going to miss and you're going to be the most up to date with information of anybody. But anyway, friends, that's kind of, um, you know, I'm going to let keep everybody up to date on our beds and, um, you know, we'll be doing some fun stuff there. And we are still planting on the farm and also on a different kind of page. Um, if anybody has not joined me on Fridays for my live shopping show inside the Gardener's Workshop phone app, tons of fun, friends. I'm sharing the weekly harvest, showing what stuff looks like, offering some tidbits and kind of each week I highlight what's the new crop coming in and we have special offers over there. It's a lot of fun. It's me and Suzanne from the farm and just showing off the flowers and giving some additional information. Hi, Sheena. Do you have a question or a comment? Hi there. Um, quick, quick question about beneficials, uh, spiders mainly my first year and I have some smaller raised beds. They're like three by four. I have eight of them, um, kind of mix some different flowers in. I have some six or seven zinnias, uh, amaranth and a couple, three or four celosia. Today I saw this spider probably about the size of a golf ball 
red, the same color as the celosia, and had these beady eyeballs. It was absolutely gorgeous. At this point, I'm not trying to remove any insects that I'm discovering. Is that probably an okay thing? Yes. So great question. And so spiders are on my top three list of beneficial, the best beneficials to have. Um, they are, they lit, they eat other bugs. I mean, that's kind of what they do for a living. And I don't know what type of spider that was. That would be really fun to try to figure that out. But um, spiders are some of the most ferocious um, bad bug eaters. And I just posted, I guess it's been about two or three days ago, a reel on Instagram highlighting some of the beneficials in my garden. And one of them, it was really hard to tell what it was. There was, it's a wine colored, um, closed up straw flower with a really bad bug, which is a leaf legged or leaf footed bug. It, that's in the stink bug family. And this big spider had captured him and killed him. And I mean, it's like they are some of the best guys to have in your garden. So you are right on track, it sounds like to me. Thank you. I will continue to enjoy them. Yeah, that sounds great. Good luck to you. And it looks like we have Jennifer up here. Jennifer, would you like to ask a question or have a comment? There you go. How's that? Uh, may I ask a farm dog question? Sure. Okay. Um, my constant companion, she's with me all the time, is a black Labrador who has this addiction or compulsion to kill every toad she sees. Oh, boy. And, <laughs> and you know, I've got my, my rows, my beds netted and staked like you teach us to. And... On my morning weed walk this morning, I. So first off, I, how I old? See, I didn't see the toad, but I mean, she really digs that granular fertilizer, you know, that flower yeah. cone. And, yeah. you know, I mean, she could be licking that up too. Yeah. How old is she? Six or seven. Yeah. So that we, we won't blame it on being a teenager then. <laughs> And I don't know. You know. She just thinks these toads are bent on world domination and she's going to take them all out. Does she eat them? She doesn't consume them. Yeah. And I mean, the bottom, the basic bottom line way that I control my dogs from trying to prevent them from causing great damage in my garden, because I, you know, I have big dogs too, golden retrievers. And it just doesn't take much for them as you firsthand experience to flatten an area, right? And in general, when I first get them or if I'm experiencing a problem, um, I really don't allow them loose into my garden. And the only way I've ever been able to control that is one of two ways to really, I don't know how, how much of a good girl she might be. If she will, if you can do downstays with her. I mean, oftentimes I've gotten messages from people that watch us on the farm cam, the YouTube camera of our farm where they'll see Tucker just laying at the head of the garden. I mean, when I go to go in the garden, I put him on a downstay and it just prevents him from getting into trouble. You know, he's right. I've trained him. So he'll stay there because once he gets into the garden, especially if, you know, he's feeling frisky, he'll just lose control and do the kind of stuff you're talking about. <laughs> and yeah. so when I, I mean, it'll be hard because she's been doing that for so long. I mean, other than you putting her on a leash, 
tie her to your hip or something. Um, I would say removing her from the opportunity to do those things would be the only way. And so I also have a fenced in area that joins right next to my garden where when I do need to go in there and work and he's got the case of the crazies, I can put him in there where he's safe. I can see him. He can see me, but he can't get into my garden. Um, right. You know? So I've I'm got my sorry. Vegetables. Yeah. I've got my vegetables in a fence, you know, because yeah. she enjoys the tomatoes and the peas. Sure. And you know, you know, we live our closest neighbors, like three miles away. So she has a job. She keeps the wildlife out of the yard and, you know, she's, she's a farm dog. She's right. Not, not a house dog. Yeah. I, sorry. Could no, that's more okay. help, I just, but yeah. So does that, <laughs> that fertilizer, is she going to get hurt if I, if she gets into that? I mean, it's, it, I would it's, um, it says that it's safe for pets. Yeah. But well, it definitely depends on how much she ingests. Sure. And it can definitely screw around with their gut. Um, right. But I would, you know, I would talk to your vet about that to see yeah. how, like, I mean, Tucker has, I have, I have been distributing it, you know, like side dressing corn and you sure. turn around and look and he's just walking behind you, licking it up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it gives them black stools and um, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So I wouldn't want her to get much because anything right. in a high dose is right. bad. I try and cover it, you know, so yeah. she's not there. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. sorry I didn't have more help for you, but thanks no. for coming up, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. All right. So friends, I encourage you to um, check out Joe's page which tells about his new upcoming course which is not coming out for um, over a year but I really wanted to introduce him and the resources on his podcast and his website and his show Growing a Greener World to you to get to know him because I know that I've benefited from that relationship um, I mean and I'm just so we've only had these beds now for a week. I mean, they've been underway for months, but they finally have been built and filled and I'm already loving them. I want more as I move. You know, that's not a commercial bed, but it is a super home gardener, super sized bed. And so I think there's a lot that we can benefit from. So Jesse, thank you so much for joining me here and you can sign up to get on his wait list there, read more about him and go to his website. Jesse, thank you. Been my pleasure as always. Thank you, Lisa, and thanks everyone who joined us today. Have a good day. Okay, welcome back. I've included links in the show notes to Joe's shows and his upcoming course waitlist, as well as a few other things that Lisa mentioned during the chat. There's also a link to join Lisa's club in the Clubhouse app. We're temporarily on hiatus from recording over there, but you can always go and check out all of our prior chat replays. If you like what you're hearing here on the Field and Garden podcast, we'd love it if you'd tell a friend about us and leave a review for us wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Jesse from the Gardener's Workshop, and I hope you have a great day. Mm -hmm.